We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation. Presented by Twisted T. Now we're about to go to the next half of the show and break down the Notre Dame defense. Let me tell you something, boy. Al Golden, my dude. My dude. The next time I see Al Golden, I'm walking up in the practice facility. I'm going to walk up to Al Golden, and I'm going to say the same thing Jackie Chan said in the pool hall when he almost got beat up. I'm going to be like, what's up, Mike? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Yo, yo. Now, you know, all joking aside, I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying, that's. I feel like the next time I see him, I'm going to have to dap him. Yeah, because you just, you just doing Hold such a good like, job, man. You want to bust. Yeah, you want to yeah, You want to bust. <laughs> Pull a Jackie Jack Chan for brush yeah. out. What's up, You hear me, yo. You... <laughs> Yeah, we let you in the most. You the one. You the one, bro. You Yo, good. They, they say you good with us. Man. Man. Lucky Lefty Podcast, guys. We'll be right back talking defense. You already know. We spit it down. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Let's get to the defense, love. Hey, but matter of fact, yo, did you know who was an all-state quarterback? I saw this, man. You know, I watch a lot of different podcasts, bro. Before he committed to basketball exclusively, did you know Damon Stoudemire was an all-state quarterback in Portland, Oregon, bro? Damon Stoudemire played basketball for the Toronto Raptors. The Portland Trail Blazers. Yes. You know, he's Mighty Mouse is like, what, 5'10", 5'11", lefty. Yeah, man, he told the story about, yo, I went to Japan for a basketball trip. Oh, they got a real-life professional football team out there that's pretty solid. The league is pretty competitive. Dude, it was funny because you just never know the travels of, like, athletes, man. And I, I would have never guessed that he was that good at football. But he said he, he took a trip to, to Japan for, like, an AAU circuit or something. And, like, when he got back to start school, he pretty much told the coaches, like, I'm done playing football. Like, I don't do I'm, I'm strictly basketball. It was a great interview. It was on the Knucklehead. Yeah. On the Knuckleheads podcast, dude. But that's, that's just hilarious, bro. You just never know, right? And I don't think the Oregon State quarterback knew what the heck he was getting himself into today. And I said it in the pregame show, and I said it last night. I don't care how many games he's played. He's seen nothing like what Al Golden is about to unleash on him in the Sun Bowl. And that dude, what was uh, was it Coach Yost from Remember the Titans? That cat Al Golden was like Coach Yost. We blitz all night. They don't gain another yard. It was like, dude, he didn't care. Second string is in, we're blitzing. Third string is in, we're blitzing. Man to man. Dude, I loved it. I love the aggressive nature of Al Golden. And you know, sometimes I say, yo, Al, you know, we don't have to be this aggressive, man. Like, this team isn't that good. And Oregon State really wasn't that good with the lack of offensive linemen, new offensive linemen all over the place. You know, once they lost their number one receiver, which is really like that number three receiver during the season, the Bolden kid, then they lost their starting running back. It was like, oh, Goberson was just out there just like solo. I felt bad for the kid. I felt bad for the kid. I honestly felt bad for the kid. And I really believe that this season, in a sense, was saved by Al Golden in this defense. Absolutely. Al Golden in this defense saved this season. Absolutely saved this season. They get the big stop late in that game to get the ball back to Sam Hartman with just a little bit under two minutes left against Duke, and they pull it out, right? Dude, the defense they played against Ohio State, Notre Dame should have finished it out and ran the clock out. 
Yeah. Dropped interception by DJ Brown. Missed opportunity on the fourth and long. Ten men on the field. Two consecutive plays in the game. All them, even with the mistakes they made. The big run, the Moffa in the first half, and giving up 180 yards to him. When Shipley's out in that game against Clemson, yo, but and they get the turnovers late in the game to get the ball back to Sam Hartman, and they just can't cash it in. This Notre Dame defense all year, what they did to USC, Caleb Williams, they really truly saved the season left. And, and kudos and a tip of the cap to Al Golden. Uh, it's seniors on defense, number one, uh, Javante Jean-Baptiste, he changed the view that scouts had of him when he left Ohio State. He's probably going to get drafted. J.D. Bertrand will have a chance to make an NFL roster, a late-round pick, maybe even free agency. And then you have D.J. Brown, who had his best season, despite the mistakes, his best season at Notre Dame playing at safety. Clarence Lewis, you know, just kudos to everybody. Cam Hart, who opted out. Thank you for everything you gave to the university and to the program. Super excited about how they ended the season. I wanted them to get the shutout. It took a fantastic catch in the end zone for Oregon State to get on the board towards the end of that game. But I'll tell you something left. Al Golden, this defense, they gave you an A effort to end the season in the Sun Bowl. We lose left. I mean, we might have lost. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead, man. Let's start the defense, yeah. right? What what grade would you give to? What grade would you give to the defensive line in this game? Man, the defensive line, man. I give them since they only scored three. Score eight get, or eight. Yeah. You got to give the defense just in general overall. Got to give them a B plus. And I say B plus because it's an encouraging B plus for the fact that in year three under Al Golden, oh, I'm expecting some stuff. Exotic blitzes. Guys playing fast and furious. Improving on open space tackling. Doing the things that are making a true top ten top ten defense that that rare five three percent defense that Georgia Alabama just can't get nothing defense because that's only the next evolution under what these young guys have experienced what the defense has gotten better with seeing guys before them be great within the structure J D Bertrand if nothing else should have these guys ready to go. Next year, Drake Bowen and Jay Nosberry and Sneed and all these Nolan Ziegler, they shouldn't be looking like rookies. Like we say on our quarterbacks, they're not rookies in that quarterback room. Nobody is except CJ. And and damn it, by the end of the spring game, he ain't no rookie either. <laughs> accountability, is right. accountability is odd. Accountability is this this go around. Because yeah. we need to see if we got the depth to survive the second season, which is the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go to the linebackers, man. Quiet day. 
not a lot of tackles. But heck, the, the run game got shut down. They held these dudes to two yards rushing for the entire game. Left. I'm going to repeat that. Oregon State had two yards on the yeah. ground for the entire game. You damn right. That's what it's supposed to look like. Top 10 defense being top 10. Guys making tackles. The only way that happens is if guys are making tackles on contact. We ain't slipping and tripping and gripping and all that. No. What are we in there doing? Hitting a guy, making contact. You know, the, the thing is, is when you got young guys, they don't know what they don't know. They're not trying to tackle people cute. They mm. like, man, this is my first time in. I'm trying to, I'm, my people watching. You know, mm -hmm. when you're young, you think about your people watching. You're like, all right, I ain't know. When you get older, it's like, man, I'm trying to keep my body healthy. I'm trying to see the girl up in the stands. You know, you get distracted. But when you hungry and, and your family that made the trip all the way from Florida, all the way from Nova Scotia to see you play for the first time, get done gassed them up all week, say, hey, you got to watch me. I'm a, I'm a special team. Now I'm going to get in the second series. So first series, don't I'm not going to be in there. Second series, you got to see me. Yeah, you done gassed them up. So you thinking like, oh, okay, Jalen Sneed, first hit. I don't care if it's the, the end of the fourth. Mm-hmm. He coming across that line of scrimmage. I'm hitting So that's the commitment and energy you get from the youth, which is why I'm glad the young guys got in there. We got to see just a total, complete unit play at its highest level, ending the year, which can only spell great for starting the next year. Defensive backs. Let me tell you something. That cat Benjamin Morrison, all over the place. All over the place today. And Christian Gray, or A. He's got the size. That cat, Christian Gray, is a confident kid, man. He is really a confident kid. Now, he's going to go through his trials because you know he's going to be tested next year, right? He'll be on the field a little bit more. They'll test him. He'll be a, a constant rotate man, six man, Norris Cole. No, nah, he might end up starting, bro. They might then move Jay Mickey to the slot. Hey, hey I'm just telling you. You think I'm they gonna take you. a dive like that, dude? I don't know if Jay Mickey can hold him off, bro. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Really? Hold him off? I just don't I know. I think Mike Mickey got something for that. I think he's gonna. He gonna have we'll to see. I hope he has something for it. Cause if he doesn't, he's gonna end up in that nickel in that slot. Oh shoot! You said they go. <laughs> Yeah, he better have now, something. Obviously, that sounds better because you get everybody on the field. But man, Christian Gray is showing to be that next pipeline guy. Mike Mickens, look, we better pay him a nice bag after Al Gold. I tell you that. Oh, facts. We open the bag for Al Gold. Facts. Yeah, you get you you go in there and pick what you want. But Mike Mickens, that's your that's your partner. He he pick what he want too. Maybe on the on a different aisle. But you can get that. Aisle six? Yeah, that's you. You, 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 you go crazy. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, every year Mike Mickens has a freshman that can play. Every year. He get them ready. Why do you think I'm excited about Carson Hobbs? He got the size from Ohio. Mike Mickens. 
I mean, what are we talking about? You know, so. Spells, recipes for success. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Did you give a grade for the DBs? What would be your grade? A B plus to the whole defense. Our golden masterclass, how to how to win a game with with low with low utility, you know. So B because Texas A&M's got to be an A plus. We got to come out fire. Yeah, you can't play good ending the season like that with guys that ain't been in like that, and then do worse than that. You got to come out yeah. there and fire. So I'm leaving room to give yeah. them a better grade for that first game of the season next year. Yeah. Um. Offensive grades. Who do you have? Steve Angeli, bro. Uh, look, A minus. Yeah, man. Give 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 him man some uh, A minus, man. I, okay. no matter of fact, give him an A. Make it a solid grade. Okay. I thought you. We we expected what one fifty in couple tubs, no picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he had two thirty two on 15, 15 completions. Not bad. 232 on 15 completions is not bad, Steve. That means you ain't dinking and dunking. You ain't you ain't going to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> you you throwing it down the field a little bit. 15 for 232 or three tubs, man. That's a really good day. So it shows efficiency. It shows growth. You know, you had a solid, solid day. So yeah, man, that's a that's high high remarks. Hopefully, he continues that. Running backs, love. Are you giving out another A? Two hundred thirty-six yards. Yeah, man, you know how we get down, man. Gotta, okay. Running backs until until we pass block. I'm not gonna give you no A. Till we till we pass blocking like champs. I ain't giving okay. no A out. So we B plus all the way. So offensive line gets a B plus. Offensive line gets a B plus because I gotta leave room for him. I want to leave room for Charles Jagasaw to impress me even more now that he got his feet wet. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. All right. Wide receiver. Like, hey, new wide receiver called Mike Brown, bro. Hey. Hey. Hey, let me just play. Let me just play. What Marcus Freeman had to say about this cat in bowl practices during the week, bro. Uh, this, is what Mar- this is what Marcus Freeman had to say leading up to the season. He's earning his job. Uh, hey. he, 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 <laughs> first day we announced him as, as hired, he, he went and uh, he grabbed him. And he, mm. he, he 
dove right into that group, which is important, right? Because trust is earned, right? Trust is earned. And, and he dove right in to earn the trust of those guys. And, and a big part of that is um, being on the field with them, coaching them, not trying to see what the, just coaching them from the minute they stepped on the field. And that's what you respect. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, Did you catch that? He, he was with them, coaching He's them, not trying before, to see what the, just coaching them Woo. from the minute they stepped on the field. And that's what you mm. respect. Um, mm -hmm. He wasn't worried about anybody's feelings. He wants to make this group better. And mm -hmm. uh, I've seen really a, a belief, right? It's not that have they gotten better. It's been seven, eight practices. But it's the belief they have in a coach, that, that, that trust, that relationship that I think is so important. I've seen it develop right away. Woo, did you see the digs at the form of coach towards the end? That trust, that relationship, so important. What you trying to say, Marcus Freeman? That didn't exist in a while? Yeah, what are you trying to say? You know, because other people was like, oh, that's not the reason why the coach was let go. Everybody in the room loved him. Marcus Freeman said it was a lack of trust. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Said Mike Brown grabbed him. Shook him, love. Shook him. <laughs> he grabbed him. And shook him. Yeah. Had to take had him to, to church. Right wake him up. Had to wake him up. Wake him up, man. Wake him up. Because <laughs> what? It's good. Because it's too much talent. Man. He, said he didn't spare no time. He said from the moment he stepped on the field, he was co mm. just coaching. Not let's go through drills. Let's talk about this. He ain't, no, no, no. Not let's just go kick it. No, no. Yeah, no, let's go hang out. No, no. None of that. None I'm of not that. recruiting you. You already here. I'm coaching you now. Yeah, yeah. We 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 ain't wasting no time. No, and, and, and that's and that's rightfully so because that's what's needed. And the guys, I'm sure, picked up on it quick. Like, okay, he he about his job. You know, he gonna he gonna he gonna he, gonna, he ain't here to be my friend. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Notre Dame receiver room needs. We're not looking for a buddy buddy that you see yourself in. We we need that Harry He stand. You know, mine. I'm here to, man. I know what I'm talking about, but I need you to know mm -hmm. this ain't, you know, this ain't that. Now we can laugh and joke when I when you graduate. Hell, we can laugh and joke if you Charlie Jones. But until then, if moving forward, nah, we get on that line. We run these routes. And it's going to prove better for us because that consistent intensity is what we need. So hopefully he can keep this up. It's, it's good to to show your butt when you first get to the job. They say everybody work hard when you first get there. Ooh, man, we might have to put Marcus Freeman on the petty train, bro. We might put him on the petty train, bro. To make this group better. And uh, I've seen really a belief, right? It's not that have they gotten better it's been seven, eight practices, but it's the belief they have in a coach that 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 trust, that relationship that I think is so important. I've seen it develop right away. Ooh, ooh, Marcus Freeman. Said relationship is so important. The penny train, what you, right Coach Freeman? You didn't have to do the form of coach like that. You you didn't have to do that. They asked you about Mike Brown, Coach Freeman. You didn't have to throw a jab like that at the former wide receiver coach. Coach, he drops. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to drop, kick him off the top rope like that. He said. He said. And another thing. 
He said we he had that trust, mm. all that good stuff that we didn't have before. Mm. That's what he should have said. That's your head coach, man, showing he could be petty. Yeah. And, and shout out to that brother. That brother looked like he aging zero. That suit was fly. He probably was mad as HE double hockey stick. Hell, that they put them cornflakes in his hair after the game, though. Yeah, he like, brother, you know how much uh you know he I loves got, his you hair. Know how much I got charges. This, you know how much Julio be charging me, man, and you out here throwing cornflakes <laughs> on him, brother? Yeah, Julio's like up to 80 bucks a cut now, dude. Julio, Julio, Julio out there, out there, you know. Making it hard on the brother with the spray. He got the spray on me, laid and fried and to the right, side. Right, right, right. Y'all, you gonna throw the cornflakes on me? It's sugar all in my hair now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the now the sugar messing up that conditioner. You know, because Marcus <laughs> Freeman curls. He don't be playing about them curls now. He do not play about them curls. And then you know, it's it's that GMO and them cornflakes throw off the curl juice. Hmm. So that brother tried. Think about this. This man wasn't. He wasn't excited about no Gatorade bath. That brother said I had to put that three piece suit on. Mm -hmm. I had to Bernie Mac my way in that post game. Like what, what Michael Jordan do? Michael Jordan had to get his suit on every time post game. He didn't want to go in there with a towel on, half dressed. He said I gotta get in there and be suited and booted. He said I didn't pack for Gatorade bath for cornflake syrup. GMOs to be in my hair. This is natural uh, juices and berries. Did you say GMOs? <laughs> he get them GMO flakes. He said, I got juices and berries in my hair, man. Yeah, I'm like old boy from uh, Mighty Sharp. Boy, they ain't nothing but an ultra perm. <laughs> <laughs> you know they ain't nothing but an ultra perm. <laughs> you already know. That brother, man, that brother not playing about that. The only other fly coach I've seen like Marcus Freeman is Bob Diaco. Now you can't play with that brother style. Oh, he was he was coming in the meetings with the three piece and the scarf. Right. I'm like, brother, is it chilly in the room? He said, no, that's just a swag. Man, that brother had it together every time, and, and you know he had it together. He wasn't on no dress code. You know the coaches all try to dress alike. No, no, no. Right. No. Coach come dressed. He don't come dressed up. He come dressed. You would have thought he was the head coach. Coach Kelly had to pull him to the side and be like, look, you can't dress better than me at my own. What they say, what they say, friends get mad when you dress better than them on their own birthday party. That was Bob Diaco. You like, damn, Bob. Yeah, man. You fly going to the banquet? We just got the. So it's one of them things. Hair never in, never not in place. I'm like, how you wake man. up with your hair like that? Lucky Lefty podcast, boy, you you are a fool for that one, bro. Yeah, he was upset about that little corn, that uh frosty flake shower. Like, come on, man, y'all getting sugar in my hair, you're messing me up. Lucky Lefty it's podcast, GMOs, man. <laughs> so those are the team grades, man. Who's uh who's your MVP today, Left? The one and only Steve Angeli, man. That brother, you know. Okay. He didn't give himself the MVP the way he was talking at the game. I'm like, man, give yourself the MVP, man. You running around the, the answer. Be proud, man. You did your thing, man. I'm going to go ahead and go with Jordan Faison. I'll give it to him. Oh, you, it to you, him. Ready to, you ready to cross him over into dude status? Hey, man. Proper level? I said this on IB, man. Do you understand how hype? 
the lacrosse games are going to be defending national champions with Tyler Buckner and Jordan Faison on the squad. Do you realize they're about to break all types of attendance records, bro? I don't know if they're more famous than the brothers that have won it last year. You got what the the Asaf brothers that I don't think Tyler Buckner can beat the dude that untied his hamstring up for the national championship game. That that was some movie worthy stuff. You know what I'm saying? That was movie worthy. I don't know. So, so Tyler got some narratives to try to be bigger because I'm telling you, they're gonna be packed out. I can tell you that much. And the fact that that dude, Jordan Faison, has to be at practice at 8 o'clock in the morning. Lacrosse practice. Come on, man. Get that dude a week off. Mike Brown need to be talking to them brothers like, hey, if you ain't working hard in Jordan Faison, I don't want to hear you. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, don't tell me, hey, Nobody works out and runs more than this dude because lacrosse is all running. It's running. That's all it is. All running. You're Lucky Lucky run Podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guarantee that. Your ass is running in that. What are you talking about? Super chats. Let's get to it. We get out of here, man. We'll be, <laughs> hey, tomorrow we'll be on. We're going to have a special end of the year show tomorrow, man. It's a right. special award show tomorrow. That's right. What we call it? What we call the Lucky Lefty Podcast Awards? What we call them? Hmm. Call it the. Uh... Oh, we need a name. They already, they already got the Emmys and the Grammys taken. Oh, see, we we call the wide receiver reward the release package. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> or or, or we, should we call it the Braden Lindsay Award? Yeah, shout out to Bay Lindsey. That brother got straight into business, had his whole plan, life planned out. He said, football, yeah, that was fun. But I got, I got to know that I'm, li I'm living that four for 40 for real. He said, he said, league? why would I go to the league? I'm trying to get this money on this other stuff. Right. Marvin Bell, thank you for the super chat. Great work this season. Gentlemen, we appreciate you. Absolutely, man. You guys are the best. I got Greg Lisman Jr. Thank you for the super chat. It was a great game, a great atmosphere at the Sun Bowl. Heading back to Phoenix. Much love, LL Nation. Go Irish. You're headed back to what? 90 degrees, leaving 59 down in El Paso. Hey, you feeling good the whole trip. Man. The whole Ryan trip. Back. Appreciate the super chat. I'm not a big drinker, but I could go for some manure whiskey. Plug me in. They need some manure where Ryan is, bro. Where can I They're find gonna it? We're going to bring it to you for sure. He said he's trying to find it in South Bend. I know it's a couple of liquor stores in South Bend that keep it in stock. Yeah, there's a couple in South Bend that keep it in stock, but, you know, we're going to get something back on the market for you. All right. Also, Mike Brown's impact was already felt in the bowl game. Yes, we already covered that. It was definitely felt, right? And Marcus Freeman let you know how it was felt. Like, yeah, we got a coach that actually coaches. He actually coaches the position. That's what you get paid to do. And the players actually trust what the heck he's saying. AC Layton, 47. Lefty is making me change my mind about the quarterback situation. Speaking truth. Love it. Go Irish. That's what we you do, can mess man. around. Look, this is the first bowl game we don't want in a minute now. Yeah. 
So, something to feel proud of. Yeah, we really didn't see the, the tight ends get loose. Raritan had a few receptions, but we didn't see the tight ends get loose. And that's scary. That's scary, right? You know why? Because Steve Angeli's been there. Steve Angeli knows the offensive intricacies and is able to operate knowing a full scale of the offense instead of the easy go-tos. Yeah, so shout out to Eli Raritan. Two 12 yards, uh, longer 10. Jaden Greathouse had two receptions for 15. Jeremiah Love, one for 15. For 13 with a touchdown. Jay Thomas, his return, looking healthy. Yeah, JT, four for 59, 14.8 a clip, one touchdown. And then Matt Salerno with a big conversion on third down, one for 20 there in the fourth quarter. Man, I love what he did. Giving love not only Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love, but Devin Ford on that last drive with Kenny mentioned in the game, four carries, 30 yards, 7.5 a clip. And then we have to give a shout-out to South Bend's own Chase Ketterer, dude. One carry, six yards for a touchdown to seal the deal for the fighting Irish, man. It's a great day, great total collective effort offensively. And once again, Steve Angeli, 15-19, 232, 12.2 a clip for three touchdowns. And he left some plays on the field, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Great performance. I said it on the pregame show. I'll say it again. What Steve Angeli did for the question mark that has been hanging over the Notre Dame program concerning the quarterback room, what he did in a small sample size today, advanced and answered that question more than Riley Leonard can in a full season next year. You actually saw somebody evaluated. Yeah. We got to literally wait a whole season before we start talking Riley Leonard. That's all I'm saying. Give me the whole season. Let us get in the playoffs, and then we can get the Riley Leonard discussion going. But until then, Steve has proven that we don't need Riley Leonard in the regular season. Hmm. That's all it's proven to me. Be fair to your roster. One, This is going back to you. And your squad left. First time Notre Dame has won back-to-back bowl games since the 2013 Pinstripe Bowl and the 2014 Music City Bowl. Last time that happened for Notre Dame, it was you and your crew left. See? You don't mess around. something else. Yeah. That's something else, man. Might be something to it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. And Notre Dame gets off the snot in bowl games against Oregon State. You see that the catch? Big payback. Henson, what James Brown hugging, say? The big payback. Yeah. Defense Henson hugging Marcus Freeman after the game. Like, hey, man. Hey, you got a spot on your uh, your rock? You got a spot on your staff? Like, man, don't, don't leave me over here with Oregon State, man. <laughs> I don't know if that's what he said. I'm just joking, man. Everybody, great show today. Great show today. Thanks for tapping in on the pregame. Go over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, man. Tap in with us, man. Great audio edibles each and every day. Lock in the Lucky Lefty Pod on Twitter X. Also, Lucky Lefty Pod on Instagram. LuckyLeftyPod.com. And get locked in because we will have 
some great shows coming via Patreon. Coming soon through the LuckyLuckyPod.com website, along with merchandise coming first quarter 2024. It's been a great season. Marcus Freeman gets his team to 10 wins. And now we move on to the promise of the 2024 season. And the first time Notre Dame doesn't have the pressure of needing to go undefeated to get into the college football playoffs. Once again, Notre Dame blasts Oregon State 40 to 8. Steve Angeli puts on a show in his first start for the Fighting Irish. For left, Sean Davis. Have a great evening. Enjoy the rest of your college football viewing. And you have to make sure, as always, that you spin it. Spin it. We'll see you guys tomorrow.